This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. Oh. <laughs> Your favorite human, Flo from Progressive. Yeah. The other day on Time Hop, it popped up and it said <laughs> the same joke where it was my trainer saying, I've never met anyone who talks about Flo from Progressive as much as you. And I still felt just as vindicated no, as in that moment time five hop, years ago. Time hop is like, remember the good times with your friends. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, flow. I have no friends. There's just flow. Well, I'm Abigail. Hi, Abigail. I'm Amanda. This is a uh, backwards intro. It is very backwards. To our podcast. I apologize. Uh, I just can't keep my feelings for flow in any yeah, longer. I, I mentioned flow, not menstrual flow. <laughs> Well, don't make it weird. <laughs> Just sort of, you Aki know. Aki-talkie. Aki-talkie, yes. Uh, no, flow in, in editing the podcast. Flow mm-hmm. is something we're working on. Yep. And she said, flow from progressive. Now, now you guys are all caught up. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> I haven't missed much. Did you see that we made it into the top 100 rankings? No. For personal journals. Really? Yes. Do you know which category that is? No, I do not. Tell me uh, more. It is the category. It's a subcategory of society and culture. Okay. Uh, and it's also the category that This American Life resides in. Oh. This American Life is spot one. Uh, we are spot... Not for long. We are spot 98. Uh, well, Ira can probably feel the heat right about now. Yes. He can sense that we're coming yes. for him. Watch your back, Ira. He wakes up in the middle of the night. He knows not why, but he can sort of sense in the distance two girls talking. He can. He can. He can sense the society and culture mm-hmm. of this podcast. <laughs> High society and robust Speaking of, culture. Yes. Some some more interesting stats about our podcast. Okay. Uh, we have people coming from all over the globe. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Let to me partake of our let pod me find wares. Let me find this country list. Tell me more. The Philippines. Okay. Singapore. Probably Andrew. Both of those are Andrew. Probably both Andrew. Yep. Japan. Andrew sent me an email the other day about a restaurant that had you could buy objects to throw and break. And it had a... Oh, uh, like your movie. That's what he said. I said, just like Destruction Party. And the back wall had all these different things written on it, like ex-wife, bills, rent, and all this stuff. And you would like throw... Like targets? Yeah, and you like would at, throw Like the, at Six Flags, mm-hmm. where you shoot the guns? Exactly. Only you would throw the thing at whatever you wanted to, you know. Did you win a giant stuffed Yogi Bear? It didn't look like you won anything. You just felt slightly better, which is pretty much... yeah. I've seen the movie. Right. <laughs> so, Japan. Japan. Turkey. Mm-hmm. Bahrain. Okay. Canada, mm-hmm. Czech Republic, UK, and other. Well, I have been very busy globetrotting and listening to our podcast in every country I could, trying to get our, our stats up so that Ira would feel the heat a bit. Good, good. Well, I'm glad you... Glad I paid off. I'm glad you were able to get back in time to record this episode. <laughs> it's been busy. It's been a week, let me tell you. Speaking of... Yes? Uh, yes? Lexicon time. <gasps> okay, what does that mean? It means we uh, do a little expose on words we say that make no sense. Okay, which one are we going for this time? Uh, Gene Hackmaning. Gene Hackmaning, yes. Okay, do you want me to tell the story? Sure. So when John and I were dating pretty early in our relationship, we're still dating, but pretty early in our relationship. I have a question. Yes. Should oh, we so tell soon. The- so soon. <laughs> what about anything I said it was so confusing that it warrants a question? Should we... Tell what Gene Hackmaning means first, and then the backstory? Oh, I think so. Okay. 
So gene hackmaning is when you try to look very beautiful, sort of like maybe you're looking out a window and you look really effortlessly beautiful, effortlessly beautiful. And someone who looks at you would just be like, wow, that person is so beautiful and so effortless. And they're just taken by your beauty. Yeah. And you could be, this is usually when you're um, doing something really boring, like waiting in line. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, or sitting in the passenger side of a car. Yeah. Yes, a la Taylor Swift. Sure. And from her from her hit song "Back to December." Mm-hmm. And you're just hoping that your guy or whoever looks at you and goes, "Wow, I'm so lucky to be with a woman that's beautiful." Yeah, it doesn't even have to be someone you know. You might just be just be posing, pouring for attention. Yeah, exactly. and you and, and you think like, like oh, you like you like you sit up a little straighter, and you're mm-hmm. like, I can look beautiful in this moment. Oh, like when you pull up next to a car and there's a cool guy in it. Like today, and you're like, like, oh, I'm just gonna change the channel oh, on the just, radio. Just thinking my. Cool thoughts and looking out the window yeah. a little bit. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. So that's called Gene Hackmaning. Yes. Uh, in context, I might say, uh, I was Gene Hackmaning at the grocery store the other day because this hot guy was in the ice cream aisle. Mm-hmm. That's my life. That's my whole life. <laughs> There's nothing else. Murder she wrote. That's it. Um, I had some ice cream this weekend and it was a bad decision and it made me sick. I knew you did because you didn't text me for 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I could feel your shame. Yeah. It was a dark time. It wasn't even... I was, like, so full, and then I had ice cream on top of it. It was just a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Anyway. uh, Yeah, so Gene Hackmaning is... Well, I was sitting in a car with John, and we were sitting under a streetlight, and he was about to get out of the car and go inside, and I um, was wistfully looking out the window and just thinking my quiet thought and hoping that he would look over and think I look so cute. Because you knew you looked cute. Because I knew I looked really cute. And I was like, oh, I just I just want someone else to appreciate how cute I look. And, um, <laughs> what are you doing? You. I'm playing Candy Crush. Oh, my gosh. You can't even be bothered to listen to this whole story. I'm listening to the story. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the punchline. The punch. The punchline. Uh, is, so I, John says, you know what, in this light, and I thought, oh, here it comes, here comes my compliment. He said, in this light, you look just like Gene Hackman. (laughs) Yes. So Uh, no matter what you try and do, someone's always there to, you know, call you on it. Call it, yeah. So, To um, burst your bubble. So yeah, add that to Urban Dictionary. Mm Mm-hmm. Use it. Use it liberally. Mm Mm-hmm. Spread it around. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. I know we did a commercial a couple of weeks ago. I have another commercial. Okay. This is a commercial, again, uh, for a food or beverage product. I kind of want you to tell me about the commercial. What is it? Mezzacorona. Mezzacorona moment. So these were on a couple years ago, and they were for a... It was like 2012 or something. I had to do some hardcore research <laughs> oh, to find God. out. Uh-huh. Uh, and they were radio ads, mostly, that we heard. Mm-hmm. And it would be people who, you know, they're busy after a long day, and they want a little glass of wine. And they're ready for their Corona moment. And, um, yeah, and then there was all sorts of different ads for different people. Yeah, there was these scenarios. So it would be like... They, all the ads had the same music, so you knew it was coming. The music would start, and then it would say, My Mezzacorona moment. Is... Oh, it's at the end of a long day when I sit down to do my online shopping. 
And it would always be kind of weird, I felt yeah. like. Like, always vaguely depressing. Yeah, like, they were definitely drinking themselves into a dark hole. They were always alone, I feel like. Yes, it was definitely people that were alone. It was, that's why it was, that's why it was creepy. And doing some self-centered activity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, drinking their problems away. Mm-hmm. Alone. Ideally. Uh, so I found the commercials. Oh my god! Because I knew you were, oh my gosh. you were missing them. I do miss them. So this is like a clips reel. This is all I could find. Um, on some guy's, some guy's Vimeo account showing his skills making commercials. Oh, so it's not even on the Mesocronus site. I thought Mesocrona he was, I site. thought he was a fan. No, I wish. There's no fan like us. No. So. What's your Mesocorona moment? You know when you're sipping a glass of Mesocorona Pinot Grigio and that purely Italian taste just makes all seem right in the world. After a day of meetings, putting out fires, and babysitting my boss in heels, now comes my Mesocorona moment. Nice. Yeah, we just finished 18 holes and now it's our Mesocorona time. That crisp, elegant taste comes straight from the Alpine Valleys of Northern Italy. It's the real deal. It's when I flip open the laptop and settle in for a night of shopping in my PJs. Mesocorona can turn any moment into a Mesocorona moment. Take your Mesocorona moment. And they did this huge sweepstakes. No, really? Yes, where you submitted what your Mezzacorona moment was, and you could win. Wow, I'm mm-hmm. so sad that we didn't win that, because I could have submitted 800 You got to go to Italy. <gasps> yeah. I want to do that, to the Mezzacorona, you know, bottling know. factory or whatever. Maybe we get to, um, maybe if we get enough, you know, people listening to our podcast, we can... Also go. Yeah, mm-hmm. have our own Mezzacorona moment. Gotta get those Czechoslovakian numbers up. We get those Philippines numbers up. Yes. Yes. The global, the Bahrain. Bahrain. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Oh, man. We should look this up. No, I'm pretty sure you are. That sounds right. You say it like Balmain. I'm trying to keep this episode a little lighter than last week. Got some feedback that we went pretty dark. And we're not afraid to go dark, but... No, we're not. We want to talk about the issues that matter to people. Like Flo. (laughs) Like Flo, the progressive lady. God, is all we ever do talk about commercials? (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of starting to sound like that. You know, I remember all the time you would talk about uh, billboards and bus, bus ads. ads. Yeah. Bus ads, my hill to and then die when on. I, and then when I worked in downtown LA and I was walking around a lot, I felt like you because I had saw so many bus ads. Yeah. And you start to judge how important something is by if you've seen bus ads for it or well, not. Well, your, your whole world starts to be... Like, your knowledge of things is from bus ads. Right. Especially and if you're like me and you don't watch any TV. Interesting that I have so many commercial loves for never watching TV. Absolutely. I'm looking at Bahrain. Here, I can play a thing. Bahrain. 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 I hope they're not saying anything inappropriate. It's Wikipedia. Yeah. Bahrain. Well, you were right. The author is Bahraini Activist. Oh. Source own work. Thank you, activist. So, um, we wanna I wanna do a little a little behind the scenes. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question. Just pick your brain a bit. Okay. Uh, and then you're gonna ask me a question. Pick my brain a bit. I gave you a heads up on that. Mm-hmm. So you can I have a good question actually. I was thinking prepared. about it today oh. and I think it's interesting. Alright. Do you wanna go first? Sure. Okay. So my question was going to be if you had a whole day to mm-hmm. do anything you wanted to do uh-huh. and money was not an issue. Yeah. And, um, but it couldn't be like fly around the world or like it has to be somewhat realistic, but still like if you have a whole day, money's not an issue and you can do whatever you want. What would you do? Like your perfect day, your ideal day. Oh, 
I've been asked this question before, and it's interesting. I don't know if my answer would be the same as when I answered it, like, two years ago. Um, but I remember, okay, so this is what I remember from two years ago, and then I'll say what might be different this time. I'd want to wake up early, and, um, and I, like, read my Bible, make breakfast, etc., and then get some steps. So go for, go for a long morning walk when it's still cold out. Mm-hmm. Um, not real cold. Southern California cold. Sure. Slightly less warm. Right. You're like, ooh, I need a sweatshirt. Not really, but yeah. <laughs> right. Um, you don't sweat when you walk. Sure. That's my that's, ideal right. my ideal temperature. That's the real takeaway. Um, and then I would maybe do something outdoorsy with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe go to the beach or go hiking, something like that. Uh, and then I would like to go out to lunch. At a fun restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe drink at lunch. Um, and then... And what's weird is, sometimes when I think of questions like this, and I tend to think of, like, desert island style, where it's, like, you have to pick, like, the one thing you would do for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. rather than, like, this is just one day. So, I mean, probably there's something, like, wild I would want to do for one day. Like, go to Bahrain. 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 Um, but I tend to think of like, you know, what's my perfect day. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I would go shopping and I would buy stuff for like everyone I know. And I would like, you know, buy things I don't need. Um, and I would plan a trip. Oh. So I, cause I can spend the money Mm -hmm. and then take the trip later. And I love trip planning. So I'd plan a trip and then in the evening I would host a big party. Oh, that does sound fun. Yeah. So I want to have that day. That sounds yeah. great. So the so I remember that being my answer two years ago. So I now now I'm going to think through if that's still what I would do. I think I would still do the big party, but I think maybe the rest of the day I might spend by myself. Oh. Um, and I would spend time with my cat, so I wouldn't spend so much time away from home mm-hmm. uh, because I love hanging out with my cats because I'm a dork. Why do you think that changed? Um. I don't know. I'm more of an introvert than I used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find spending time with other people more draining than I used to. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's, like, an age thing or what, but... Or just, like, coming of age. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Good answers both, I those think. Are, those, are, those are my timelines. Cool. I approve. Thank you. Uh, okay, so my question for you is, uh-huh. what is your favorite thing you've ever created? Oh, and it wow. could be it could be like a craft, it could be something you've written, it could be a um, fantasy, it could be an X Files scrapbook. I do have several of those. Um, I think, I mean, there's a couple things that come to mind where. I mean, I really love the films that I've made. I really love the short films that I've gotten to make and have worked on with people. And uh, I think one of my favorite things that I still have, though, is this box that my grandma and I made together that is padded on the inside, and I kept all my model horses in there. And she helped me make that when I was probably, like, 12, I think, or a little bit younger. And I loved that she uh, was sort of willing to get on board with whatever my passions were at the time. And she wanted to 
like make a craft with us. She was always encouraging us to do all kinds of crafts. So we would make like play backgrounds and put on plays all the time in her house. And she had a wood shop and we'd do wood shop stuff and sewing. She had a whole sewing room and a huge library so and computers and everything. So we would just be making stuff all the time when we were there. And uh, she had such a vivid imagination. So I still appreciate that a lot. And when I was moving the box in the most recent time that I moved, my sisters were helping me. And uh, we opened the box up and it smelled just like the way her house used to smell. And so we like closed it really quick. So we did keep it in and not waste it. But it's kind of nice knowing that like if I need that memory, it's there for me. Like because... Smell memories are so much stronger for yeah. some reason. No, that's a um, – I listened to a podcast about nostalgia, mm-hmm. and smell is very – one of the strongest, um, like, sources mm-hmm. of nostalgia. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way about, like, keeping smells yeah. locked up. Yeah. If there's a perfume that I – like, Sarah Jessica Parker's Lovely. I used to wear that a lot in college. And so if I smell that now, it takes me back to, like, living in Biola. And... I, yeah, I wore this perfume called Gucci Rush in college, which actually got discontinued uh... while I was wearing it. And I, like, stocked up on it. Yeah. I had, like, three or something. It was expensive. You know, it was one of those weird... Splurges. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't like any perfume except yeah. for it. No, I didn't. I don't either. Like, yeah. that's the only one I've ever really liked. And, um... And I wore it and I loved it. And then I developed like an allergy to it and it gave me, and it gave me headaches. Uh, so I stopped wearing it, but I still have one of my boxes of it. It came in this cool, like awkward red box, like plastic box. Um, and so I still keep it because again, just, yeah, smelling the nostalgia and because it's perfume, it doesn't really ever go away. Exactly. So cool. That's a good question. I, well, you create so many things. Yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> I can, I'm always thinking of new projects. Too, you are. Things. Did you think of anything new today? Uh, no, I was pretty busy today doing nothing, which leads me into my joke life moment. I actually. did, I did a, um, I did a, a lazy day too. I actually, yeah. I, w- I went out to lunch for a friend's, like a party for a friend mm-hmm. and, uh, had beer mm-hmm. and because I'm an old lady, I had to take a nap after. I wanted to take of, a nap Because of my day drinking. I'm jealous. So, yeah. We worked all weekend, so. We worked so hard this um, weekend. So today was our weekend. I think it was. Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. Yesterday was your weekend, too. Stop. When you were... <laughs> I don't want to hear about my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> when you were eating ice cream and shame. Uh, well, we have a very special guest for yay. History or Mystery. History or Mystery. So let's head into that. Wee. Wee. All right. We are here with our special guest, Kate. Um, Hello. Who often texts us after listening to episodes to tell us how dumb we are. Yes. Lots of fact checking going on. I think I've only done that twice. Wow. Out of four. So I've got like a 50%. You haven't listened to the latest episode yet. So there'll be some a flurry of texts okay, after that. Okay, like true confessions, I haven't listened to the last two. So oh, so for I, everyone I've listened to, I have in fact texted you. So 100%. You 100%. Yeah. <laughs> So, Kate, what do you have for us today? Today, you two are going to attempt to distinguish two separate plots and sets of characters from two different Jane Austen novels. Oh. Do we get to pick the novels? <laughs> sure. All right. Um, I feel like you should pick... Well, there's Pride and Prejudice. Okay. That's mm-hmm. the one I know the most about. There's Northanger Abbey. 
Okay. There's Sense and Sensibility. Mm-hmm. Emma. Yep. Oh, I could do this. I know, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, say you, I say you do Pride and Prejudice and, and Sense and Sensibility. Got uh, some sister sets going on. Okay. Okay. Uh, Pride and Prejudice, you have five sisters, yeah. like Amanda. Mm-hmm. Um, Amanda has four sisters. There's five of them. And uh, Jane is the oldest, and she's pretty but boring. Yes. And then there's Elizabeth, or Lizzie, uh-huh. and she's the main character, and she's bookish and plain. Allegedly. But clever. Right. With a biting wit. I feel like you know this plot really well, actually. I know. I so. could, well, yeah. I mean, it's pretty pretty. We can make it harder. I mean, that's the movie one. So you could you should do Sensibility I'm sorry. and what Persuasion. Did, what did I... Oh, oh I see. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Um, okay, so Persuasion, something happens with a lady and <laughs> a man, I bet, at some point. In Sense and Sensibility, there's sisters. There's sisters. There's, like, two sets of sisters. And Hugh Grant's in it. Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen the movie. Wait, are we talking about Sense and Sensibility? Yeah, so Sense and Sensibility... Is there someone named Willoughby? Willoughby. Yeah, yes. totally. And he's, like, a man who helps the ladies. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's Help, some... Helps them in what way? There's some guy who's, like, not a love interest. Wait, I've only read half of Sense and Sensibility. <laughs> yeah, there's someone named, like, Thwicket and Wainwright. <laughs> And Thwicket is the bad guy, and he doesn't There's like, always a bad guy. Yeah, he tries to steal the love of the younger lady. Like that and captain. she gets caught in the rain, and she goes, I will love you, Swillaby. Like the captain. <laughs> and like the captain in Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Who shames the family. Captain so they get Sheamus. married. No, it's, no, it's, um, Fitz, Fitzwilliam. Fitzjillian. No, it's not Fitzwilliam. No, that's Darcy. It's but it's another weird name. Twicker. Twitland. <laughs> Twitlands, yes. Um, I remember Pride and Prejudice. That's, we're not even talking about that anymore. No, um, sensibility. So sensibility. There's Marianne, and there's oh yes, Marianne is a character in that. Yeah, she's the younger one who's very filled with um, feelings, and then there's the older one who's like very run by sense, good sense, common sense. Um, and the one who plays the older one won an Oscar <laughs> for her screenwriting for the thing. Not in the book, you understand. Yeah, that, that wouldn't that wouldn't be there. Um, what else happens? I don't know. It's very confusing. Let's try persuasion. Uh, in, nothing in the book. Persuasion. I, I know nothing about persuasion. Kate loves persuasion. I, it's my favorite. I, I was going to say novels. it's her favorite. Yeah. All right. Um, but I don't know anything about is it. Is that the one with Fanny? And they live in a big castle. And no, Sierra and Hines not. is taller than her. That is true. The rest of what you said is not true. Hmm. No, I think her name's Fanny. <laughs> oh, there's a Fanny in another book. Is there a Fanny in Sense and Sensibility? No, I think it's Northanger Abbey. There's actually a Fanny in both of those books. <laughs> <laughs> Northanger Abbey I could do. Uh, I could also do a little bit about Jane Austen's life. No, that's not the, that's not the request. Okay. But you really got nothing else on persuasion here. Except it's, for the Syrian eyes is in the movie. And it's Kate's favorite. And it's Kate's favorite. Which, what uh-huh. more does one need to know about the plot? And, of and the Fanny book? is not in it. Well, that's yet to be determined. We don't know <laughs> that for a fact. Um, God, there's got to be something else about it. I can't think of anything. What about you? I No, I... It's truly. Truly. Do I know not nothing. Know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's women in it. 
Yeah, I'm sure there's some confusion over something, a misunderstanding. Someone is plain and someone is beautiful. Yeah. Someone is rich and someone is, you know, middle class. Someone likes to read books and make fun of everyone. Yes. Someone else has a lot of feelings. (laughs) Um, And I bet there's some mix-up over honor and money. And it all comes to right in the end. (laughs) Hey, we just described the plot of the book Persuasion. I don't know if you can uh, hang on our level... (laughs) all right tell us the truth kate what happens in persuasion okay well let's let's start with sense and sensibility okay going back to that flaming wreckage huh (laughs) yeah so uh there are three sisters not two in sense and sensibility uh eleanor marianne and margaret yeah oh that's marianne is the middle sister and she falls in love with not Thwicket, but <laughs> Wayne Wright. It was Wayne Wright all along. <laughs> Willoughby. Willoughby. That you was. Did, you were right. Yeah. I got Willoughby. So he's, and he's the evil cad. Not a good guy who does. He does not help the ladies. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the good guy is Colonel Brandon, who she eventually falls in love with. And uh, then you know, um, Hugh Grant is wandering around there in the form of Edward Ferris. In the book. Yeah. His name is. <laughs> His name is Edward Ferris, and the oldest sister Eleanor falls in love with him. Is he the one that helps them? We talked. Uh, we talked about well, a man that helps them. That's Colonel Brandon. We okay. thought it was Willoughby that helps the ladies, but he but you were that. wrong. He's quite evil. And uh, you always uh, think in the Jane Austen books the helpful guy is the hero, but it's a mix-up. Uh, He's an evil cad. Mm. A persuasion is also about three sisters: uh, Elizabeth, Anne, and Mary. And Anne is the main character, and she was persuaded to turn down a naval captain eight years ago when he asked her to marry him, even though they loved each other a whole bunch. But her family is really rich, and he was not very rich, and so they said, don't marry him, and now she is an old maid at 25 or 23 or something. She's hopelessly old. Why K- and- this is why Kate loves them. Loves the <laughs> Kate loves and, old maids. Yeah, old, old maid, and she's very sad, and he comes back to town. And so then it's about them, like, reuniting. But actually, I don't think there are any poor people in it. I think they just forget about poor people. I didn't say... It's just rich people this I didn't, time. I, I said a rich person and a middle class person. Um, so the distinction in persuasion is people who work for their money versus people who don't. But they all have money. I think that's what I meant. Yeah. But, sure. So, like, there's, the, like, like, all the, the naval people. Um, that have like earned their money through, I think, defeating pirates, but I'm sort of unsure about that. That sounds familiar, unfortunately. <laughs> of course, Kate likes it. Yeah, pirates, yeah. rich people. <laughs> Might as well have called this Kate's book. Old maids. <laughs> not, I'm not really sure how to take that. <laughs> okay, one more question. Were we right then? I want to like replay what we said. No. Did we get we all? Were- the- no, it's more a question of how right we were, which I would Did say... Did we hit all the points? Very right. I, I mean, if you, myself... guys, if you guys were my students and this was a reading quiz, you'd be, like, earning a solid 20%, I would say. <gasps> oh. Yeah. That's better than nothing. <laughs> that is harsh. That is harsh. No, I'm not... I mean, I think that's just factual. Like, if I were to, like, calculate the question. Kate, I got a crocodile in spelling, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Kate, will you post this on your Facebook so all your students can hear you shame us? Well, yeah, it depends on what else you guys talk about. We try to keep it family friendly. <laughs> we try really hard. Yeah. We'll keep it in mind. Yeah, good. All right. Well, thank you, Kate, for shaming us. You're welcome. Anytime.
All right, that wasn't shaming at all. <laughs> Only a little shaming. 20% was the grade she gave us. Oh. Uh-huh. So. And I've read all those books. Like, that didn't help at all. Time to wrap up. We always yeah. finish with our joke life moments. Yes. Which are moments that demonstrate how our lives are jokes. Right. Uh, usually involving a user error. Mm-hmm. So, usually something we've done stupid or just plain old bad luck. Right. So, my joke life moment this week would definitely be, uh, so I've been trying to go to the gym every single day with my friend Kat, and last night she texted me saying she wanted to go tonight, and I put her off, and I was like, no, there's no way I'm going to have time, I'm going to go to the gym so early, I might go twice, I probably won't have time to work out with you later, Um, and lo and behold, today I dilly-dallied so much that around one o'clock when she asked if I wanted to go to the gym later, I said, yes, I do. You said, yeah, yeah, I do. I I didn't go once nor twice to the gym today. I really like that she texted you again because she She knew knew that I was unable to follow through. That it was still a possibility. Yep. Yeah. So, my life is a joke. So, my joke life moment is... My, um, one of my automatic windows in my car broke. This is another window story like yours. Um, and it like the mechanism broke that rolls it up and down and it won't stay up. So I have it taped up with clear packing tape. It's very janky. So janky that I have to reapply almost every day because the, if it's parked out of the garage, the hot, the hot sun, cause that goo will never come off. All right. The duct tape goo is forever. Um, so the hot sun melts the tape and I have to retape it. Uh, I went to see what was wrong with it. Yeah. And Fred, our mechanic, Uh said it would cost $300 to fix it because they have to take apart the door. Basically the entire door. Yeah. That's what happened to me. That's why mine was so expensive. And he was like, it's the worst. I'm sorry. Um, and I said, okay, I will do this in a few weeks. And that was two months ago. Uh Uh-huh. Minimum. And... What what I've decided is that I don't want to spend $300 on fixing my car because I'm going to spend that money getting it passed to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So good life choices all around. Good life choices. And I'm going this weekend. I'm very excited. And your car will still be broken. And my car will still be broken. I mean, I have the tape. Yes. The tape good. is so much cheaper than $300. Windowium Leviosa. Ah, almost. Yeah. Tried. Uh, Alohomora, right, is what we needed to do. We need do. Kate to Kate to be here with her spells. Right, Oh, She would really school as a history mystery about Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that. That'd be a much more entertaining segment. No, it would just be know-it-all Kate. Oh, wait. That oh, was wait, the last that segment. Is... <laughs> All right. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, as a reminder, you can listen to us online at twogirlstalking.club. You can also submit your own joke life moments there if you want us to read them on the air so we can all sit in shame together. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also subscribe on iTunes, rate and review us on iTunes um, if you want to hashtag take Ira down. <laughs> we, we need those iTunes subscriptions. Yep. So uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. The great big ice cream sundae from outer space was in a place prepared for me. The great big ice cream sundae from outer space I stuffed my face because it was free.
was finished Its, its size was not diminished The great big ice cream sundae From outer space Was in a place